As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Episode one, zero, eight, two of Down to Dunk. You can find us on The Athletic and anywhere else you subscribe to your podcast. Go to TheAthletic.com, back down to Channel Dunk, and get The Athletic for 30% off. I'm Luke! <laughs> Join this morning by Andrew. I gotta say, I'm just fired up to be here today. It's pretty cool, pretty damn cool. Woo! Slam through. Taylor and Taylor. Hey, guys. What does a baby computer call his father? What? Data. (laughs) (laughs) We just recorded about five minutes of podcast. My mic wasn't on. Three minutes and 37 seconds. There we go. But guess who's smart? Smart guy is me. I I knew it and I figured it out. Did you watch Smart Guy? He's a smart guy. What's the whole Smart Guy? Did Smart Guy take place in the same universe as Sister Sister? Okay, this is what I'm confused on. I think on. they were brother and sister in real life. Well, they are, but I think they also appeared on each other's show. I think you're right. Hmm. Because that's why in my head I have the same uh, I have the same question. But I, I do have memories of them being together. Because Full House and um, Family Matters for sure uh, took mm-hmm. place in the same universe because Steve Urkel came and hung out at the Full House. Taj played a boy genius, TJ Henderson, who is a weekend SAT tutor that helped Tia and Tamara uh, yeah. boom, That's same it. universe. Davian and Dot on their SATs. He starts to help with their SATs with the luck on Tia. With a, with a what? I don't know. That's <laughs> just what I'm reading this Someone. verbatim from the sister sister fandom.com. <laughs> <Not> a, <laughs> fandom so. really needs to get in there and uh, update that. Fandom's letting you down right now. Yeah. I bet that, what does that website look like? Does it look like it's from 99? I bet it's like uh, something. What? Yes, absolutely it does. Yeah. <laughs> sister sister fandom. <laughs> Same universe. It's a sister sister subreddit. Same universe. Uh, there's got to be. There has to be. Uh, so, speaking of sister sister, whoa, the, the Thunder and the Rockets are kind of like sister sister tankers. Sister mm. sister tankers. <laughs> and they played each other Wednesday. The Thunder uh, took care of business against the Rockets. Lou Dort was absolutely insane against the Rockets. They. They couldn't do anything to stop him. They put Jayshon Tate on him. Didn't matter. He made threes. He got to the rim. He had that put-back dunk. The Rockets generally don't seem interested in playing any defense whatsoever. They'll play one-on-one defense, but then if you do any sort of movement, any sort of set, you're going to score. Yeah. Make like one or two screens, and the floor is open, baby. Yeah. And a and a team who has the worst, not the worst, but one of the like bottom three offense in the NBA, they made scoring look quite easy. Uh, they they're they seem to be quite miserable from seeing them up close. Um, but you look at the reverse standings, 
And the Houston Rockets are number one in the reverse standings, one and 14, on pace to win five games this season, which would be the worst team in NBA history. And the Thunder are currently ninth in the reverse standings, uh, fighting for a play-in spot early on this season, six and eight. Need to jump a lot of teams, Minnesota, Sacramento, Indiana, Detroit, Orlando, San Antonio, and New Orleans. My guess is that they will jump several of those teams in the reverse standings by the end of the season. Uh, Indiana, for sure. Uh, New Orleans, I think, will eventually get their team back together and be better than this. I mean, they're 2-14. and 14. Yeah, I mean, they will be better than this. But 2-14 and 14 is a pretty deep uh, hole to climb out of already. Yeah. You know, 12 games? They can... I don't... I'm not saying they're going to get to 500... They're not. What are you? What are you thinking that the Thunder will finish at? I think they'll be like third or fourth. Third or fourth. Okay. So they're going to be better than Houston. They'll be better than Houston. Better than Orlando. Probably better than Orlando. Probably better than when you say when you say that. Mm Because you've been talking about reverse standings and jumping them, but talking about going backwards. <laughs> so are you talking about being better than them that they'll do worse than them? I'm just a little confused. <laughs> this is very confusing, actually, yeah, the way is. that we're talking yes. about this. So I think they'll finish third or fourth. As being the third or fourth worst, worst team. Yes. Okay. Behind Houston, Orlando. Which this Detroit. season is best. Which means Third or fourth best teams. Okay. Okay. So when we say we're better than them, we're better at being worse. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. Just then we were saying we'll be better than them at being good. And that is who will be better than us as in the worst standings. Upcoming games for the Thunder. <laughs> what we need to do is, is put together just a real stink of a month where we'd lose every game like yeah. we did last season. That's what we need. You know, what we need is some plantar fasciitis well, acting up. They've got Milwaukee, Boston, Atlanta, Utah, Washington coming up. Ooh, that's looking yucky. That's but you know what? And also, Mark, not going to be on this road trip. Mark, how important is Mark? Let's see. (laughs) I saw a tweet, I think, or something Mm -hmm. said, like, who's going to be coaching while he stays home with his pregnant wife of nine months. Yeah. It's like, why can't they just say, like, He's about to have a baby. Yeah. Like, that's what they just keep, like, real specific, his pregnant wife of nine months. I wonder if it's just being sensitive to, uh, you don't, you know, you don't want to assume that the the outcome. So just say pregnant wife of nine months. I guess. I guess. I don't know. It is, it is kind of a weird way. (laughs) And then I was like, huh? Uh, Dave Bliss will be coaching the team, which is fun. Oh, sounds like a, a week of bliss coming up, Thunder fans. And the, I, I think, I think we need a nice little zero and three ah, road trip for Dave Bliss <laughs> to bring some bliss to this Thunder team. Bliss this miss. God bliss this miss. <laughs> We're gonna. I'm calling it. We're gonna win all three games. You're gonna. <laughs> I'm calling it right okay. now. All right. I will bliss myself if we do that. I like that. I like that call. Oh man. Uh oh man, I've got some uh Dort cues there. Dort cues. Dort cues having fun. Talking about Mr. Dort, who's number one. Dort cues. Our first Dort cue comes from (laughs) at HP Fouts33. Who wants to know what is a reasonable extension for Dort this off season? (laughs) Dort. That's a really interesting question right now because he's had five games in a row of 20 plus. He just had a 34 point game. I mean, is four years 80 insane? No. Okay. We have to, it's insane based on what? It's not insane based on the last five games. I mean, definitely not based on the last five games. It might be an underpay based on the last five games. But if he's, okay, if he's this kind of defender, and also this kind of offensive player. Let's let's take 80% of this kind of offensive player, okay? It's a good player. So, yeah, I mean, 15, 16 points per game. He's at 17 points per game right now on the season. Yeah, that which is saying something because the start of the season was not good for him. No. He is currently 
in his draft class, which he's not really in the draft class because he wasn't drafted, he'd be fifth in scoring this season. Wow. For the draft class. That's wild. That is so weird to consider. Yeah. That that might be real. Yeah. Okay, let's say it's 14 points per game. And his three point I think his three point percentage is still pretty bad. It's still like twenty nine. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, even just having a guy that can defend the way he defends, one of the top defenders in the league. He's sixty three percent in the restricted area this season. He's forty two of sixty six when he's basically at, at the, the rim. rim. That's better. The only guys that are doing better is Mike Pascala, who's eight of ten, and Isaiah Roby, who's eight of eleven. Wow! You and said he's it. he's taken sixty plus shots. Sixty six. Right it's the wow. most on the team. Shea's taken sixty four. Shea's fifty nine percent. I love that for uh, you and Alex, who talked about how bad he was at finishing at the rim that one podcast, and then mm-hmm. it was just boom, takeoff Dort. Well, he heard it. He heard it. He hurt his feelings, and he said, I'm going to work on that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's what I've been waiting on. (laughs) He listened, and he was like, what? Thunder's like, $1.5 per year? Yes, of course. That's not enough motivation. These guys on the podcast. You guys ready for Dork Q number two? Uh, Yeah, Teo's Teo's two of six from Restricted Area. Oh, yikes. (laughs) Dort Q number two. We're talking about Lou Dort, and you cannot have the blues. Dort Q number two from at I am Kevbot. Kev Kevbot, <laughs> who wants to know is it time to sell high on Dort? If so, which team needs him the most? Which team chases him the hardest? And who could give up the most in a Dort deal? He does not want him gone, by the way. Yeah. It's an interesting question. They're not going to trade him. But a team <laughs> I could use him the most. I mean, a contender, number one. I mean, the Lakers need could use Dort badly. Mm-hmm. Like they miss Alex Caruso a lot. Yeah. And Dort wow. is like super Alex Caruso. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Alex Caruso's got the dun- Alex Caruso has like fan hype behind him. And Dort doesn't? He has his Thunder name is, fan hype. His name is Dort. He has Thunder fan hype. If he was on the Lakers and doing yeah, he, this. If he was on the Lakers, he would be he would be big time. Yeah. They just got THT back. So perhaps I don't know what Lakers fans think about that. But that's a that's one team. They don't really have a lot to give up. I don't I mean they have no young assets. Like THT would be the guy, but like I don't think you're trading THT for Dort. That doesn't make a lot of sense. If the Thunder end up, I know you don't believe that this is going to happen. Yeah. If the Thunder truly do end up being too good to tank by Mm -hmm. the end of the year, Mm -hmm. and we just have to accept it, then you should just pay Dort. And just, okay, we're just going to be good. They're going to pay him. I mean, I think they're going to pay him anyways. Yeah. They're going to pay him anyways, but I'm just thinking about trading him. And selling high on these players to like stay bad feels like a backwards step. Yeah, the Mavs doing trading, trading Mavs. The Mavs could use him. Oh well, then hell yeah, straight Let's up, do it. straight up for Moses Brown. Straight up <laughs> works in the trade machine. No, uh, I mean, I, I mean, if you're a contender, anybody could use Dort. Everybody wants him. No one can have him. I think that that's true. The Nuggets we'd would be, be crazy. A great one. I think we'd be <clears throat> crazy. Who would we? Who would the Nuggets trade back? Uh, Bull Bull and Bones Highland. <laughs> oh, deal. Okay, you've talked into it. Let's do it. Okay. Dort Q number three. God, Bull Bull and Poku on the court together is an absolute sideshow. It'd be a treat. Hey guys, Dork Q number three comes from Thought at Thought Boy Slim, who wants to know: Is Dort's recent scoring outburst more of a product of development or more of someone has to score the points? So, it's he's not taking a crazy amount of shots. You know, that's that's where you kind of look at the situation and think, okay, like someone's got to score, and they're winning. 
and he's doing it with Shea on the court and Josh on the court. I think he's, one, he's just kind of filling in the gaps whenever defenses collapse on those two, like he's filling in the gaps for the team. And I do think that there is an element of if there was one more like elite score, like Lou Dort's not taking 13 shots a game, he's maybe taking 10. So there there may be some inflation of his numbers, but I think there is development within it too. So I think the answer is like, it's definitely both. Both. But I mean, you just, you just look at the restricted numbers that I read. I think that that's a huge indicator that he is getting better. He's, he's a lot better than he was last year offensively. This is all, I think just so exciting for Lou Dort, the person undrafted to hear. I mean, we're talking about like, any contender would want him and would need a guy like him. Definitely. It's just um, so cool. I'm glad it's happening to us because if it was like on, you know, you know, another team, if it was happening on like the magic, I'd be like, I don't care at all. I don't even know who that person is. Right. But like we get to see it and it's, it's awesome. Like a cool thing for raise us. Raise a to glass. Like Let's hold raise on a glass. To. Hold on. You have a glass. Oh, yeah. you actually have one. <laughs> I'm holding up my Snickers. Raise a glass to Dort. Pink. Yeah. Good job, Dort. The here, man. Here, here. This, is, this is to Dort, the man. The man. The thing about Dort, though, and about going back to trading him, the minute you trade him and then you get another good player, you're looking for a player just like him. Yeah. It's like, yeah, why exactly. would you trade him? Oh, yeah. yeah. You got to keep him. Future. Starting level player. You know, the, they've had these shooting guards throughout the years. They sure have. Tabo, Robertson, Ferguson, these guys that great defenders, but cannot put the ball on the floor, can't do anything, scared to shoot threes at times. I mean, they had to pull Tabo in his like last year with the Thunder out of the starting lineup because he was so bad. Yeah. Like Dort's not like those guys, but he is the elite defender that those guys are. It's like he's the guy that we've been looking for all these years, right? Yes. And you've been saying a contender would love him. Isn't that the goal here, boys? That's what we want. Aren't That's we right. trying to be a contender? Yes. And also, then we love him. You know how old he is? 22. He's 22. He's young. He's young. He, he, if I remember from your interview with him, he doesn't know about that Reddit loves him so much. He does now. Because you told him. But does that really mean he knows or he just hasn't, like, he has not seen it? Like, when, I the ask daily him, dort. when I ask him about it, he gets the biggest smile on his face that you've ever seen in your life. He tries to be real serious and he, like, tries to hold it back. Like, he's really, like, <laughs> really, really pressing his lips down really hard, but he just can't hold it back. He can't help it. He just gets so excited. He starts turning into the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> he really. He he loves it so much. That's awesome. Yeah. It's the best. It's the very best. So, all right. I had to have a devoted Dort section here because he's been that good. He has been. He's been the best player on the pay team. Pay that man. Just pay him. I think I think 20 million a year is probably about right for the kind of player that he is. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I would Anything below that, I think, is a steal, which they might because they... They've already stolen him right now. He's on a stolen contract. It's stolen. But now you got to like, okay, gotta we got to make up for it a little bit. Pay the man. Pay, pay the, the man. man. Yeah. You know what? 40 a year. You know what? 60 a year. What are you doing? You know what? We're breaking salary cap rules you know in order what? to pay Dort. Whatever LeBron's is, double it. <laughs> Done. Out the door, signed, sealed, delivered, COB. Okay, let's end of on. day. Let's move on to Taylor's factoid of victory mystery. John's factoid victory mystery. John's factoid victory mystery. Hello, welcome to Tayshawn's Factoid Fickery Dictory. Tayshawn's a widow sad today because oh, he, no. oh, he doesn't know if he's being a good dad. 
So he needs a little bit of help. Wow. From the L-Man's. What did we call it again? L-Man the Wise. L-Man the Wise. Yes. Dojo. Come and sup at the fountain of knowledge. That <laughs> That's the L-Man. Wook, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> may I sup at the <laughs> Please stop talking in the baby voice. <laughs> <laughs> okay all right here's the deal i'm actually a real father of a child of yes. a daughter i know i think about it often and it frightens me <laughs> yeah what frightens me is i come to you for advice no but i need advice it's your one good fatherly instinct <laughs> coming to me <laughs> okay here's the issue she has begun she now makes decisions Okay, good. Like a lot of decisions. Mm -hmm. And she she knows how to talk a little bit now. She knows how to communicate. Okay. So now, but she also, when I'm home, she wants me to be everywhere that she is. Mm -hmm. So I can't even go make a coffee. Uh huh. I can't go to the bathroom. Uh huh. Can't do any of this. Okay. So how do I tell her, you know, like, hey, how do I deal with this? I don't know. Do you kind of understand my issue here? So she's making choices, correct? Yes. Is she making. I think you should encourage her to make bigger choices. Does she have a career path? Oh, she might be bored. She might be bored. You need to give her a career path and you need to do what, what do you think her career path is right now? Huh. As a, as a one, one, one year. Yeah. Six kinda, month what is she showing? What is she showing? I don't know. Something like, a. uh, is, is an epictomologist something? I don't know what if it is. I don't know uh, what it is. What is that? I don't know. It came to my head. <laughs> Um, what? I think she could be that. What is that? I don't know. That's what I'm, I don't, we're going to see, aren't we? A pig if it's just, thumbologist? No, a pectomologist. A, an apectomologist? I don't know what that is. You need to. I don't know either. I think it's just, you know, it's a fatherly thing that like you asked me, what is my daughter going to be? I thought about her. That was boom. That was a word that came to my mind. I'm say that means that she does appendectomies. No, not an appendectomologist, an epictomologist. Okay, I'm still going to say that's what it is. So you need to start. She's she's bored because she's you have not given her anything related to her mm. hobbies, which is epictomology. And so you should. Uh, give I need her, to make the career. So you need to get her operation of the board game. Okay, because so she can work on operating. Mm-hmm. And then the little baby doctor tools. Huh. That's it. Very cool. And then guess what? She's going to forget about you. I would. <laughs> you're going to be the least interesting thing. Yeah, in the and house. then I'll be regretting this. Yeah, you're going to come very, with a very different question to me in about two yeah. or three weeks. I'll be like, hey, hey, why won't my baby pay attention to me? Why won't my baby stop epectomy? It's something with being a dentist. Really? Huh. A guys, here's, I don't know if I've done this on Deep Dive, but I know I've talked to guys about it, but I don't think we've talked about it on the podcast. Here's what happened. Years ago, a a wizard or, or a witch blessed or cursed a person in Hollywood, and his name was Will Smith. They said, you will be famous, but in exchange for that fame, you're going to cut in the year 2021. You're going to come out every, every week. It seems like with the most embarrassing facts about your life and no one's going, you're just going to be compelled to do this. And, and I, and say, if you want to be famous, he said, yeah, I'll take the fame. He did it every week. This, my news, my news feed just comes up with the most insane Will Smith stuff. Yeah. This week, this was a, a a news article that came up. Will Smith says Fresh Prince co-star Karen Parsons, who played um, his cousin that was like the news reporter, Hillary, Hillary yeah. refused to go on a date with him. Mm. <laughs> this is 20 years after the show is on, and this is relevant to anyone anywhere on the planet. And then the other ones is that, uh, the other ones that I've seen is that he thought he like 
Will Smith wanted to kill his father. That's the only thing I saw about the headline. Will Smith thought about killing his father. Two. Three, he did a weight loss program and he had thoughts of self-harm because of his weight because of his weight gain or doing the weight loss program. Three, four, four, he did a movie in like 1992 where he did method acting and as a result of that fell in love with Stalker Channing. What's what? Stalker Channing? She's, she was the lady, she was in Greece. She's an old actress. Oh. Fell in love with her because he was method acting and his character was <laughs> in love with her. <laughs> Who is asking Will Smith these things and why is he saying them? He is, this is self-sabotage on a level I've never seen before. I told you that. That's Rizzo. Rizzo, yeah, she was Rizzo. Rizzo. Uh-huh, in Greece. Oh. Stalker Channing. And then, uh, and then him, uh, it's just very strange. And I, if I were him, he needs to rethink that deal with the witch. It's not looking good. It's weird. It's weird. And it's just like every week, a new Will Smith thing. Who's doing this to him? He is. Will Smith is doing this. Well, to Will I Smith. think because then the other thing is like his wife has like a Facebook talk show. Yeah. And like once a month, she'll be like, uh, me and Will aren't really in love. <laughs> like, like me and Will sometimes date other people. We let each other do that. It's like, stop talking about yourselves. Stop it. You don't have to be on a television show talking about like, stuff. It'll be like Will's on the show and she'll be like, do you remember those seven years where we absolutely hated each other <laughs> and we regretted having children? Do you remember those? It's weird. I don't like it and it's weird and I want to stop seeing it, but I just want to draw. I don't want to do this alone. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. There's, there's a headline from the independent Will Smith fans urge actor to spare us the details after <laughs> saying he fell in love with stalker chaining. Yeah. Like that happened in 1992. Let it go. Yeah. You gotta let it go. Bro. You know, uh, your co-star He's a terrible therapist. I'll tell you that <laughs> you're, I don't think he, I think we're his therapist. He didn't, he didn't get to go on a date with his co-star in 19, like 95. And he's just talking about don't it. Don't talk about it in 2021. Don't talk about it. Don't zip it. Zip it good. <laughs> it's weird. It hey, weird. hey, you think about killing your father. Keep it to yourself. Hey, zip it, Will. <laughs> zip it, Will. All right. We're going to zip it for a minute so we can uh, have a few ad sponsors. And then we'll do some DQs. <laughs> Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. And we're back from the quick break, and it's time for some Twitter questions. Our first Twitter question comes from at ThunderGuy69. Nice. Who wants to know with Coach Mark unavailable for the next few games, who of the Fry Pod crew would make for the best coach of the Thunder? Excluding Andrew, obviously, LOL. Can't be the Thunder coach. That's disappointing. I don't know. I think now that they wear pullovers, I think it's got to be L Man. Yeah. yeah this is a new one. Feel, feel oh, I love I that. It's really Ooh, Patagonia. Nice. warm. It's very nice. Warm. Where'd you get it? Did you get REI? This is the thing. I got it at uh, Stillwater. Where did I get it? Online at uh, online on Patagonia.com. Wow. Um, here's the thing. If I were the coach, I would guarantee three losses yeah mm. and i would guarantee that i would receive three technical fouls mm. oh uh-huh wow so what what are you doing there you're letting the players know that you're gonna fight for them 
Uh-huh. Yeah. You got to show that early. But also you're letting them know we're going to lose. You have to try pretty hard to get a tech. I'll say that. Because there's been times where I thought Mark was going to get one. And he didn't. And he hasn't. Mm. You have to you have to like really go berserk. Oh, that's what I'm bringing to the table. You really do. Berserk. I'm ready. The last game. Luke, every time. Game. Yeah. Every time Luke gets a technical, it's because he's ripping his his shirt off. No, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be throwing throwing the chair chairs onto the court. Well, you're just gonna get, Knight. you you will just get thrown out. Like you will just be banned, dude. You'd be a. Legend I'm gonna do now. it at the end of games, so I'm getting thrown out like 30 seconds left. Yeah, they may not allow you back. Is what I'm saying. No, they're gonna allow me back. They're gonna allow <laughs> they me back. They have to. <laughs> he would get suspended. Yeah, he's the coach. Have some respect. Not, but I'm I'm not gonna have much respect from the players. <laughs> That's also, but I'm gonna have a clipboard. Yeah, I'm gonna wear a suit and a tie. Oh, really? No one else is wearing a suit and a tie. I am. I'm gonna get really sweaty. You don't want to. We- you don't want to wear the pullover. That's why. That's why I hired you. Well, I might do a tie, but pullover, <laughs> pullover. I, how the uh, the other thing? I've been on the court now with with the Thunder. Yeah, it's hot. The yeah. lights on the court. It's hot. I don't need a pullover. You have to wear long sleeves. Oh, wear a suit. All, I'm just saying, no one wears suits anymore. It's, I am. I'm. I'm. I'm kind of a kind of a cla- more classic uh, coach. Okay. Clipboard. I'm just saying, like I hired you for the pullover. I'm this like, is like why the Bucks drafted Andrew Bogut because he dressed up and had a nice presentation. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, okay, we're gonna draft you. You're only being hired because because you look good in a pull up. I'm zigging. You I'm look zigging. good on camera, baby. I'm zigging when you think I'm gonna zag, <laughs> and that's what I'm gonna do as a coach. No, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna zig. I'm zagging. <laughs> well, I'm zagging. Well, then you're not hired. I'm zagging. Already hired. Bob Zagat. <laughs> okay, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at. Mr. Cole Crowley <laughs> wants to know the way the Rockets are going. How optimistic are you about their picks? Optimistic. Optimistic. Are you about their picks? You've got to be pretty optimistic. I'm pretty optimistic. They're a long way away from being a good basketball team. It's difficult to even squint to see when they could be good again. Now, Jalen Green could improve a lot. The dude's got a long, long way to go to being a winning basketball player. I mean, a really, really long way. Longer than most guys that were picked in like the, even the top like seven. Even when you watch Cade, who Cade has been... Cade's a winner, man. I mean, you just watch he's been Cade. better for, recently. Go watch him for five minutes and you know that he's a winner. Um, you so should yeah. be the coach. That was such a coach thing to say. What? He's a winner. Go watch him for five minutes and you can see he's a winner. You're the coach of the Thunder. I'm the coach. Give me the pullover. <laughs> I'm pulling it over. No, I, I think they're a, they're a long ways away. And if they hit on this next draft pick and he is like a franchise cornerstone, maybe this gets accelerated. But there's no like cultural foundation there. I was just going to ask. Houston at all. What is the what is Rockets culture right now? Maury's gone. Harden's gone. It it is a blank slate of nothingness yeah. currently. I mean, they're not doing any. They're not doing anything. Like the <laughs> offensively, defensively, they're not doing anything. Not doing anything. <laughs> there's no accountability. There's no nothing. Yeah. They're not playing the right guys. If you're gonna do this, like no accountability, let's just go and just willy nilly play the game. Play Shangun 30 minutes in that game mm-hmm. and see if he can do something rather than just playing him for five minutes because you want to play Daniel Tice. You're about to lose to the Thunder and you want to play Daniel Tice? Okay. But they do want to lose to the Thunder. They do want to be bad and get a good Yeah, but they would have still lost They're, to the Thunder with Shangun. <clears throat> I don't know. He's very good. <laughs> no, but you play. They're not holding back. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're holding back. Holding back, it's. I don't know. Boo! They suck. They suck, mage. Let's move on to our next mage. Twitter question. It comes from at Zach Deeg, who says, "Keeping preseason expectations in mind, who are you more impressed by so far, Giddy or 
J-R-E. Mm, definitely Giddy still. Yeah, I think still Josh. Because on defense, he's been a lot better than I thought he could be this season. And he is very willing to take shots. Like, he doesn't hold back. When he's open from three, he's taking it. Yeah. When he finds a shot in the mid-range, he's taking it. When he finds a window to drive, he's taking it. He, there's not, he's not holding back at all, which is impressive. Also, JRE's been very good, too. He's been very good. But JRE, Josh, it feels like his, the ceiling, the potential can be a, pretty great. JRE, it's like, okay, great. We have this solid dude who's just going to hit his shots, his open shots, play solid defense, better than solid defense at times. That defense against James Harden the other night was crazy. Yeah, for that one possession, very impressive. He can, yeah, he can move his feet on the perimeter. He's strong He's a enough. guy who can switch. He's just, you're going to be able to depend on him to do whatever you need him to do. Yeah. Mark talked a lot about him after the game the other night and just how impressed he's been at how big he can play because he's like Jeremiah's not a huge guy. Yeah. What is he? 4'10", 4'11"? <laughs> he's, he's a legal midget. <laughs> um, no, he's six foot nine, two thirty, but can, I mean, they're playing him at five, like just straight up playing him at five. And that's a big deal that they can already trust him. And like they win games. When he's starting at yeah. five. So it's, he's a nice piece moving forward. There's a lot of excitement about him around the team. It does help when he plays. you're playing like such big guards too. Yeah. Like you can play him at center and not worry too much about rebounds when your guards are pretty big and hanging back trying to get that rebound too. Yeah. And he's shooting threes because we've had, mm-hmm. I mean, everybody wants to talk about Nick Collison when we talk about him. But this is like the modern Nick Collison. You know, he's taken 39 threes in 14 games and he's shooting 36%. Yeah. It looks good. Yeah. I mean, that's significant. If he can be a reliable three point shooter, defend bigs and switch out onto the perimeter, make good passes, make good reads, like it's a heck of a pick in the second round. For real. Second round. A good defender, solid guy. Maybe he's a better passer than we've been able to see so far. Hmm, shades of Draymond Green. He works out with Draymond in the offseason. Shades. Shades of Draymond Green. Shades of Green. Shades of Green. Hey, guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Medicine Clam, who wants to know the most overrated Thanksgiving food. Cranberry sauce. Is it rated that high? Yeah. Cranberry sauce doesn't even make my plate. Okay. Properly mm-hmm. rated. I, if it's on, I why like, is it at every single Thanksgiving then? Tradition. Tradition. Tradition but, overrated. But everyone knows it's bad, I think. I like it. Oh. All yeah. right. I mean, I understand what you're saying. Like, it's properly rated. No one's like, oh, I can't wait for Thanksgiving for the cranberry sauce. Here's mine. Yeah. Here's mine. Overrated one. People talk about this like it's at, like it's like. I know what you're like. About it's to a say. top thing. Green bean casserole. You. Yeah. It's Son overrated. A, yeah, it's way overrated. It's if people talk about it like it's. I'm like gonna flip a out. Top thing it's on their out of plate. this world. Overrated. I'm going to flip out. People make a thing. People make a thing. It's not a thing. No one really likes it. You like a lot of other things on your plate more. Dude, I'm not even kidding you. Green bean casserole, I will have an extra one made and eat that for a week for lunch. That's wild. This is is exactly why it's overrated because of people like Taylor. Yeah. It's underrated because of people like you. No, it's properly rated. Properly no. rated. Name a better casserole, holiday casserole. I don't love the casseroles. The corn casserole, don't love it. Green bean casserole, don't love it. The casseroles in general, I'm not wild about. Don't you think, st- is stuffing a casserole? No. Depending on how you make it? No. It is not a casserole. <laughs> is jerky? No. It you- does not have the, the word <laughs> casserole in the name. You know what's pretty good, though? Uh, like a potato, like scalloped potatoes. That's a casserole, right? No, it's not. 
Scalloped potatoes? Yeah, it does I think not, it's a casserole. What it, makes it a casserole? It has you to cook have it in a casserole name. dish. It has to have the word casserole in the, I don't even know <laughs> what that means, like what qualifies it as, <laughs> but I know it is has to say casserole. I think it's one of those things, you know it when you see it. When I see scalloped potatoes come out of the oven, I think, hmm, can't wait for that casserole. Wrong. Sweet potato casserole with marshmallows? I don't like Overrated. that. Overrated. I don't like that either. I don't like eat breakfast. Don't eat dessert. There's plenty of desserts at Thanksgiving. We don't need that. Is that even a dessert? Yeah, no, it's a dessert that people say is you eat it with your turkey and it's disgusting. Wild. Marshmallows. Think about it. I like it. What other dinner are you going to eat marshmallows with? That doesn't, that doesn't, I mean, the green bean casserole, yes, makes my plate. Really, the corn casserole does too. But um, I eat them, but I'm not like, they're not first thing. That's first thing for me. They're not first thing or last thing, which is the first, you know, candy DMs. No. Honey balsamic glazed Brussels sprouts? Yes. I don't have that. No, that's, that's not like a normal that's thing. Not her, that's not on my Thanksgiving. That's <laughs> on delish.com. That is no. not a normal Thanksgiving food. Green bean casserole bundies? Bundles. <laughs> bundies? You know hey. what's also... Oh, you know what also I... I Cauliflower stuffing? Get out of my face. Ew. I, I, I I'll like throw up at the at the Thanksgiving dinner table on no, the table. Don't do that. I will. What if what if turkey is the most overrated? I think it is. Here's the thing. The, here's the thing. Why I think it's not. Okay. I used to be on Team Turkey's overrated. I thought turkey is at low key the worst part of the meal, <laughs> and it's not good. <laughs> However, I went. I have gone to a friend's giving where they deep fried. Like the turkey, the turkey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I bet it's good. Phenomenal. Yeah, phenomenal. Really Best thing on my plate. I but I'm afraid to do it. I won't. I won't. I've heard people lose their homes because you because you can easily oh, yeah. if it catches fire. I mean, you're it's, dead. It's on fire. Um, Forever. So you can never put you it can't out. Can't ever put it out. And your home's mm-hmm. gone. That's um, an eternal flame. Yeah. So, but it's very good. It worth the risk, in my opinion. We get a smoked turkey <laughs> from gobblegobble.com. Mm. Yeah. It's and they good. just throw it in the oven, heat it up. Yeah. yeah. How do they ship it? Uh, they ship it on ice. The, what is it called? Uh, like tur- dry ice? Dry ice. What is wrong with me? Turkey. Yes. Ah, turkey on ice. It's one of my favorite things. <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> turkey. Uh, tur- yeah, I have a, hey, a hey, turkey a on ice. It was one of Oprah's favorite things. What was turkey on ice? Gobble gobble. Turkey Dot on com. turkey on the rocks. <laughs> turkey on ice is like uh, like Disney on ice or Disney something. Uh huh. <laughs> Just put a bunch of turkeys out there. It'd actually be quite entertaining. It would be entertaining, but it'd be like the puppy bowl. It would be. I love the puppy bowl. Yeah. Turkeys on ice. Uh, dark meat or white meat? Dark meat. White. What? White meat. Why are I like you acting that. outraged about white meat? I'll get some dark. I'll have if some you're dark eating meat turkey. Too. Dark yeah. meat is just juicier. It's better. I don't agree. I like I white like meat. Is oh, I get this so I dry. Get, I get I get white meat. I get two, two of like two thirds white meat, one third dark meat. Hmm. Well, dark meat can be bony. Yeah, if you get bones. Well, yeah, you got to pick out the bones. No. Well, it can be bony. Hey, guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Nick Hodge underscore, who says he doesn't have a question. Well, he wanted to say thanks for the whole crew for making Down to Duck Night such a great time. He actually does have a question. Oh. Will there be another one? Emoji face. It looks like it is crying and laughing. Uh, yeah, I think there will be another one. Uh, it was great. Thanks for attending. Everyone that attended. It was great. Super great. Hey, if you want that photo, I'll send it to you. All you have to do is send me your email. Okay? Send me your email address. I will be sending the email probably next week. So get me your email by next week. You can send it to me on Twitter or you can just email me at uh, dtdpodcast.gmail.com. If you are attending and you would like to have a copy of that photo, I will send you the original and you can have it too. So, and if you weren't there, but I want to feel like you were, email them and then um, Photoshop yourself in. Yeah, It'd be quite easy actually. Yeah, it would be. 
Hey guys, let's move on. Cheesy rice casserole. What's it called? Cheesy broccoli rice. rice. Broccoli rice casserole. Love it. It's good. It's really good. It's rated, Casseroles. Rated well. What's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Here's the thing. If I could set up my plate. Yeah. Half of my plate, green bean casserole. A quarter oh of my, my plate, gosh. broccoli rice casserole. What? The other quarter of my plate, uh, you know, some mashed potato. You know at KFC, you can get those bowls that have all yes. this stuff mixed in. <laughs> yes. yeah. I'm basically doing that in the other Ugh, quarter of my plate. That's such a bad, such a bad Ugh. thing. That's the only time you eat those casseroles. I can eat mashed potatoes mm, 360 days of the year. Mashed Turkey, potatoes. eat it whenever I want. Green bean casserole is just not around. Right, broccoli rice it casserole. Be. It's not you could around. Make it any. That's the thing. That's why it's not good because people aren't making it all. That's why mashed potatoes is transcended. That's a, that's how you know that it's, it's saying, yeah, it's true. That it's great. They're good. Mashed potatoes is green just bean casserole is never. Yeah, green bean, green bean casserole. casserole takes a lot of work. There is that is a complex flavor you're putting <laughs> in your mouth. That takes a lot of work. That takes a lot of love. Here's the thing: stuffing is the best part. No. Yes, it is. It is good too, but also has not transcended. It has not transcended. However, I don't. I don't. I, it makes it special to me mm. because it's only available. It's funny um, how you allow it to be special to you, but you. Uh, but you it's think that green bean casserole is just. Well, thanks. Thank you for calling out this green hypocrisy. bean casserole. There's a green bean casserole that you can make in 25 minutes. Wow, it probably doesn't taste right. The it's. It's called best green bean casserole. I can call. It has a thousand reviews. 4.6 stars. Wow. Uh, Send me that. Send me that. Send me that. Your argument of it takes a long time to make. Ah, the best ones, you know, is this is the best, best. No, this is, I'm talking about the bestest. It says best. I'm talking green bean casserole makes up maybe like 10% of my plate. Look, I have a joke. Zero percent of my plate. Uh huh. I agree with that. It's not good. No, I wasn't saying. Don't agree with me. I was. Uh, giving Taylor just something. made. Taylor actually has all these uh, negative things about creamy casserole, but he's afraid to say them because of the backlash. Um, let's go to our next Twitter question, and it comes from at Bangelope, who wants to know where does Giddy rank as far as the best passer in the league? I'll tell you where he ranks in my heart. Number one. I really do think he's already a top 10 passer. There's there's he's broken through to where it's like you're going to see on Twitter a good giddy pass probably once per game. Every game like it's happened every game where he can just like scoop it and just like laser it to a guy who like just set up for a great shot. I mean, it's it's awesome passes that most guys can't make. He makes a lot of them and guys miss because he's on the thunder. But if if they get a big man that can catch and roll to the rim, that guy is going to just feast. If they got like a Clint Capella type of big guy eventually, like he would absolutely feast. Because like in the pick and roll, like he operates like very few, very, very few players. And he's so tall and his arms are I I wonder are his arms longer? I don't know what his wingspan is because I feel he plays Nothing like impressive. he has very long arms and I feel like he doesn't have very long arms. He's just good at angles. He's a, a, a geometry is his thing. You know what I'm saying? His basketball IQ. If you had to describe it in one word angles, a pectomologist. Yeah. He actually has shorter. He has his negative wingspan negative. Oh my God. His arms are inverted. His hands are just barely sticking out. Actually, when you see when you see where his arms are, actually his his left his left and right arms are actually like his left is his right and his yeah. right is his left because they are inverted. They're they're yeah. reverse. It's yeah. negative. It's crazy. Wow. It's you should see. Yeah, his thumbs are upside down. <laughs> is that why he's actually the one of the best? That's passers? why he can do some crazy passes. Yeah. That's why his shots kind of struggling. Six seven wingspan is what. Uh, NBA.com says. Wow. <laughs> the first question for Josh Giddy <laughs> on Google is Josh Giddy actually good? <laughs> good question. The answer, yeah. He's good. He's actually, is he great yet? Has he gone from good to great? What is Josh Giddy good at? <laughs> what is Josh, 
It's because they had that thing where the person gave him like his problems yeah. and his negatives were basketball. Yeah. 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 You know, poor guy. He's good. He's shown the haters. He is. He's shown the haters. Is he a better uh, passer than because we went over this on Monday. Mm hmm. Did we include Ben Simmons in that or no? Because he's not playing. I haven't seen him play. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know if he's still good at Kyrie, passing. not on the list either. Yeah. Not playing basketball. <laughs> Sorry, guys. This is what happens when you don't play. Josh Giddy gets ahead of you. And, uh, Josh Giddy is way ahead of you on the uh, best passers in the NBA. Wow. Because he's actually passing the ball this season. True. Another thing, you know, what I'm going to be passing in about. About a week. A poop. No, stuffing around the table. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I thought I was going for it. That's usually where this was going. That's no. what I thought he was going to say, too. Gross. Hey, guys. Are you miffed and are you peeved? Miffed. 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 Miffed and peeved. This doesn't look right. It says it's the best. It. I can tell by the picture this is not the best. Hey. Yeah, I thought that too. I'm miffed. Yeah. I, well, I'm just, it's just very stressful selling a home. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, I know. I'm very, I'm very, I don't have a home right now. Yeah. All my stuff is in a box. I don't know where the box is. Yeah. They pick, well, I know where it is, but I don't know where it's going. They pick it up and they set it somewhere. Wow. And then my home is empty. Yeah. And that's it. Are you living on the streets? I don't want to talk about it. But I'm living in Stillwater for right now, and then sort of at my parents' house. I can stay anywhere I want, though. But that's where I'm staying. Are you Elman the street lawyer? Yeah. Street law. Street law. Practice a lot of street <laughs> law. No home. Street law. How is that a class? I didn't take street law because because of that. Thought. What is that talking about? Oh, you were like protesting it? No, I just didn't take it. And I just didn't take it. It was a class in in high school, and it. It was just about getting a credit. That's what it was all about. Street law. Because it was, was it like laws about like driving? I don't think so. What did you learn from it? I didn't take it either. I can't imagine anyone learned anything. Was the teacher, was the teacher a lawyer? I don't believe so. No. What do you mean? Are you sure? What was well, his I name? Could be, I could be a, a lawyer or I could just go <laughs> teach street law. Street law to the kids. His name is Coach Helms, if I remember no, correctly. No, no. Wasn't it uh, Rand- yours, Randy? Randy Helms. Yeah. Was it? Yours, yours and ours could have been different, you know, we're older. We're I know, older. but I really thought that my guy was like, that was the reason that there was street law because he was such a prolific street teacher. Street, street, <laughs> street. He knew the streets. Yeah, man of the streets, man of the people, the L man. That's me. Walk the mean streets. Man. All right. Uh, next week, I don't think we'll have a Friday podcast. The heck we won't. I'm going to be here. I'm going to be eating your leftover stuffings. So look out for that to not be there. The heck we won't. I want to come over here and be eating all your green men casseroles. Luke wants to come eat your stuffings. Come and eat your stuffings. Get out the waffle maker that I brought back and borrowed two years ago and kept for a year. Ruined it. Absolutely ruined it. Ruined it. Uh, Green bean casserole. It made me the Mickey waffles. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Imagine a hot pocket with uh, green bean casserole in it. That is sick. sick. <laughs> that is so That's sick. gross. Imagine a. Uh, there actually, you could make a pretty good Thanksgiving hot pocket with turkey and mashed potatoes and stuffing. And you know what? I think I would put cranberry sauce in that one. That yeah, that would be acceptable. That would be pretty good, huh? <laughs>